It's a little exciting when the children are fighting, but they've got to abide by the playground rules. Welcome back to the playground, uh, where we play by the rules. My name is Herb, and I'm talking to my good bud, Arik. Hey, man. Uh, we actually really wanted to give the people a a recording before the final started, and we, <laughs> we attempted <tried> so hard. <laughs> or, or did we? Well, I think we tried hard. We were just both exhausted. We we recorded on Wednesday night at like eleven o'clock, which we oh my god, it was so late. We've done in the past and released, and they've been fine. But this was truly. Uh, charitably could be called like the worst podcast ever recorded it was by anyone yeah ever in- yeah. including like breitbart infowars <laughs> podcast <laughs> yeah this was worse maybe not in terms of, of content but in terms of quality <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh we were really tired we didn't have anything to say and uh we we basically uh, uh slogged our way through a conversation and then uh decided that it was not worth, not worth releasing. Not worth your time. Yeah. We're, all of you out there. We're going to try again, and we're going to strive for our usual level of uh, mediocrity. Mediocrity, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, can I talk about baseball? Sure. So the Mariners. So apparently, the Mariners have traded Jay Bruce. Okay. Which is fine. Uh, whatever. The Bruce Moose. Where they Where they trade him to? To Philly. Mm. But. Uh, there's two things about this. First of all, like the Mariners are a tire fire. Um, after a torrid start, they are now the worst team, uh, certainly in the American League, uh, and uh, or well in the American League West. I guess they don't have the worst record in the American League, but they are uh, on the worst sort of you know streak. I guess sure, you would say like sure. after going 13 and two, they've now gone 12 and 34. So that's that's yeah that's that's not that's not good. Um, I need to do some math, but, but I think that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty pretty awful. Yeah, we are now 15 games out of first in our division and uh, a whopping six and a half games out of a wild card. So the Mariners of 2019 will be the Mariners I expected. But that's actually not why I'm bringing up this story. The reason I'm bringing it up is because the headline on ESPN is. Bruce says he's been dealt by Mariners to Phillies. So he's the one who actually announced the trade? That's unusual. Yeah. That's weird, right? He must really want to get out of there. I mean, I get, yeah, I guess so. It's very weird. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I've seen that before. Where the player is just like, yeah, I've been traded. You know, it's funny. In the National League, if you have a 500 record, uh, you're two and a half games out of the wild card race really in the american league you're only a game back huh there are currently one two three three teams that are 500 and they're all one game back uh of the wild card including my beloved red Sox. beloved that you, you do you do beloved them i love i beloved them yeah. yeah yeah i mean i would not consider you uh, you're not i mean you are by far a basketball fan over a baseball oh fan, for sure but... yeah but you like you like baseball. I, I love me some Red Sox. Yeah, you like. I would say um, of the major sports. You, I mean, the Bruins are a distant fourth for you. Uh, yeah, the Bruins. I tend to only watch during the playoffs, like when they win seven to two. Uh, why would you? Why would we need? <laughs> why would you bring that up? <laughs> for those of you out there in in rules nation, I I don't believe we've ever talked about this before, but I am a fan of the St. Louis Blues. I'm pretty sure I you've know. mentioned that. Maybe I have, but only uh, only our most devout listeners would probably remember that. <laughs> I, uh, you know, w- when I, when the hole in my heart uh, by the Sonics leaving, I tried to fill it with the with the Blues, and uh, <laughs> and uh, turns out I just don't like hockey as much as I like basketball, but um, but I do love the Blues. Uh, although I will have a, a tricky decision or. or I don't know what I'm going to do in 2021 when the Seattle team starts. But anyway, I've been a Blues fan for, I don't know, 12 years or something. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and they've never really... I mean, they haven't made the... This is the first time they've been in the finals for like 50 years. So That's amazing. Um, yeah. 
So I get what? I guess 49 years, but still. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, they've never won. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I and I don't know if I told you this, but I promised my closest friend who still lives in St. Louis that if they get to a game six, I will fly back to St. Louis and we will go. You did mention that, yeah. Yeah, so right now not looking great. Well, well they're only down 2-1. They only have to win. But they have to win another one in Boston now. Yeah. Well, I think they can do that. Although not to get to game six, I suppose. Yeah, they just have to win one more game. or They really have to win. Or only lose uh, one. Because if they, if they win the next three, which they could, uh, then, they won't, um, then there won't be a game six. The Blues could still win in five no. is what I'm saying. The third game would be game six. The oh, wait, no, right, because the Bruins are up 2-1. I'm sorry. I don't think there's any way. The only way they don't get to game six right now is if the Bruins or the only way it's not guaranteed is if the Bruins win game three or game four. Well, right? if the Bruins win two in a row. No, no, I'm saying if the Bruins win game four, uh-huh. then it's not guaranteed that we will get a game six. That's true. I see if what the you're Blues saying. win Game Four, it is guaranteed we will get a Game Six. I see what you're saying. This is so much better than our last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, people, it actually is. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Even this level of garbage is better than that. It's funny. Yeah. I was watching uh, this documentary on Amazon about the. Uh, is this the one you were texting me about? Yeah, it's about the Fantastic Four movie from the '90s. The Roger Corman one, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, if people haven't seen, it's totally worth watching because it is a horrible movie. Basically, uh, some producer had the rights to the Fantastic Four, and they didn't have enough money to make a, 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 a genuine attempt at a, a movie. But they had to put something in production or they would lose the rights. Um, that's just the way that stuff works. That's why Sony made like all those like terrible Spider-Man movies. Um, so they decided to give it to Roger Corman. And he made a movie for one million dollars that they never intended to release. It was it was solely made uh, with the intention that it would uh, uh, just retain the rights, and no one would ever. Although watch they didn't the movie. tell the people working on it, right? No, no one making the movie knew that that was the case. So they they Which tried. Which was really scummy. Yeah, I mean, they all got paid. Probably not a lot. But didn't they all like take surprisingly low rates because of that? Yeah, but they were also That's what like, I've always heard. Like none of them were like huge actors. It's funny, they oh talk about in the movie, like, the guy who played Johnny Storm and how he was, like, kind of the big deal. And he was, like, the daughter's Jay boyfriend Underwood. and uh, Uncle Buck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he had a really great reel. It's like, yeah. Uncle Buck was a pretty He was good in movie. 21 Jump Street. Like, the show. He was in, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in, oh, he was on an episode of Star Trek Voyager. Ooh. He did an episode of The X-Files. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Getting better. Was he the? <laughs> I've never heard of any of these people. Oh yeah, no. Uh, no the not. photos are amazing. Like I remember because I remember. So you haven't seen day, this movie? The actual uh, the the actual movie, yeah. the Fantastic Four. The no, uh, it was always like oh my, it was friend. always like on on st- like still still photos yeah. in in like comic book magazines of like this is the worst movie ever made. Oh my friend, you must watch it. Is it available? I think the whole thing's on YouTube now. I, I I originally watched it. I got like a bootleg DVD off of eBay, but you can you can watch it and it's Oh my god, the film awesome. is available to watch on YouTube. You just blew my mind. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> is it really going to be doing myself a favor though? I mean, mm, are you a are you a fan of things that are so bad they're good? Yes. Yeah, then yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, like the entire movie is on YouTube. Yeah. This is amazing. Oh, it's Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom is the bad guy. I'm just guy, like of scrolling through it right now. <laughs> it, it's just because uh, the, do, does the thing even show up much? Because oh no, there he is. Oh yeah, in there. I, the, the 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 like gray streak in the way too young to be playing that guy's hair is um, amazing. I'm gonna be really interested to see what they do uh, when like the Marvel Disney version of the Fantastic Four because like that hair is iconic. I heard a really good. Uh, take on uh, a friend of mine gave me a really good take on what he thought they should do okay let me hear it which which is that what if the fantastic four have been in the negative zone or protecting the negative zone since the 60s Ooh, 
and therefore have not aged, and then they come back and they are a nuclear family from the 60s. That's such a good idea. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. Because you kind of then... Because you sort of kill two birds with one stone. Because Reed Richards is the natural replacement for Tony Stark as far as, like, genius scientist Mm -hmm. to kind of head the Marvel Universe. But then also, like, the Captain America relic of the past old values thing you also have at the same time. Yeah. Let's just quickly go through the main characters in Fantastic Four, and I want your ideal casting for each one. Oh, good God. Reed okay, Richards. I'm not sure I'm so good at this, but... Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm really not good at this. Do you have... Uh, I know that... What's his name from uh, Grey's Anatomy really wanted to play him, right? Patrick oh, no, that was Dempsey? Doctor Strange. No, that was Doctor Strange. Oh. No, no one from Grey's, Grey's Anatomy. <sighs> Who would be a good Reed Richards? Do you have names? Um, what about I would like, rather judge your names. What about I'm not good at thinking of actors. John Hamm. <laughs> okay. That would be interesting. Because he's like a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, he's 48. He's it's, still it's super good looking. It's, it's not terrible. It's not terrible at all. You could get him. He's, you know, in recent years, you know, he's kind of taken a weird comedic turn, but he, he could be good. Yeah, but that's uh-huh. great for the Marvel Universe, right? I mean, those Maybe, movies are all yeah. basically comedies. Okay, John Hamm. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, Sue Storm. Uh, Sue Storm, yeah. Hmm. Uh, who, in the last one, it was she was played by, uh, what's her name, right? Uh, Jessica, Jessica Alba. Alba, yeah. I th- I feel like a lot of these. I feel like one thing Marvel does really pretty well is that they don't necessarily cast like super famous. You know, like they they cast like people who are a little who they can probably have be in the films for a long time. Yeah, like you know they cast Ed Norton as the Hulk at one point, and they were like, "Oh no, this is never going to work." Well, he was also apparently like very difficult to work with. That's what I'm talking about. Like they don't they don't want you know. I think they'd rather have your Don Cheadles. You're, you know, Don Cheadle was already famous prior to that role. Yeah, he's Oscar nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't like, you know, diva famous. Do you know what I mean? Sure, sure. I feel like, I mean, you know, for st- some roles like the Spider-Man roles and stuff like that, you're gonna find a kind of a a non non known actor, you know, because they're younger. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like if you already have Ham in the lead role, maybe the lady, maybe Sue Storm is someone who's less well-known. Did you have a name for that one? Well, this exercise is only fun if we actually come up with names. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. So do you have a name for who uh, you would want to play Charlize someone? Theron. No. Why not? She's a little bit older. No. no. Okay. Uh... The girl from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about a... Okay, what about... um? Oh, what is her name? The lady from hold on, I will figure out her name. This is incredible, incredible uh, podcasting. podcasting. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jess. Uh, oh, damn it! What is her name? You're not going to say Jessica uh, Alba, are you? Selma Blair. Who's that? She was in Cruel Intentions a long time ago, but more recently, what has she been in? Things that you would know. Uh, oh, she's been in a lot of stuff. I'm trying to think of something you would have seen though. Hellboy Two. She plays Liz in the Hellboy movies. Uh, I don't really remember those movies. Mm. Um, yeah, she was in Legally Blonde. That's not going to be helpful for you. She was in Scream Two, but only as a voice. That's not going to be helpful for you. She's kind of a, it's kind of a random one. I'm not gonna lie, but here I'll send you her. I'll send you her uh, Wikipedia page. You can see if you remember her. Please do. Please do. Okay, so this is your recommendation for. I don't know. I'm, I told you I was bad at this. Yeah, you are terrible at it. <laughs> Selma Blair, dude, I'm looking at her right now. This woman is not a, a Sue Storm. Okay, but I, Charlie's Theron is not a Stu, Stu, Sue Storm. Why not? Well, actually, that is a better choice. You're better at this than me. Yeah, okay. Okay, so we got Johnny we got Storm. John Hamm and Charlie's Theron. Okay, Johnny Storm. Okay, are we going... Obviously, it's not going to be Michael B. Jordan. No, <laughs> so, that was a good choice. Are we going... What's up? That was a good choice. You know, that was I re- a great choice. I really wish the that. original cut of that film got released because buried somewhere in that disaster, there is a good movie. So who would be a good Johnny Storm? Are we going with the same sort of uh, sibling? You know, what are, in that movie, what are they? Are they adopted siblings? How yes, that that's that's how they do it in the uh, 
and so what are you, would you go the same direction or would you go back to like they are actually uh blood siblings uh so you're basically saying do we want to go with a white actor or a a uh person or of color? A, anyone else <laughs> <laughs> what about a jewish johnny storm uh well i mean you know the thing is actually jewish Okay, so we'll save we'll save the uh, the token <laughs> Jewish actor for the thing. <laughs> I don't know that it was ever made clear that the the thing was Jewish until way later. Really? But yeah, but he is he is canon Jewish, like Magneto. So. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, this says that uh, the fact that Grimm was Jewish was not explicitly revealed until four decades after his creation Jeez. in two thousand two. So it wasn't revealed until. Until 2042? Until 2002, it wasn't revealed, and the, the first appearance of the thing was in 1961. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get to the thing. Yeah. Why don't we do the same uh, the same angle as a uh, uh, the last film? Let's go with a performer okay. of color. Okay. And let's say John... Hassan Minhaj. <laughs> Is he athletic enough? I don't know, <laughs> but he could be if they put him through that level of, uh, you know. Sure. I love it. Yeah. I like it because he's funny, you know, and Johnny Storm is kind of supposed to be a goofball. And then the thing, yeah. Seth Rogen, done. Oh, I, I, I actually do like that. <laughs> I, I kind of was joking when I first thought of it, but I think that's a great casting. No, I love it because you're not going to see him anyway. Yeah. Right. He's a He's a CGI character the entire time. Yeah. That's actually, so, like, Disney, if you're listening, you can have that one for free. Let's make Seth it happen. Seth Rogen as the thing. I This is the hill I will... No, well, I won't die there, but I will be very sad if you don't do it. Oh, I can just hear him in his, like, gravelly voice. Even though it's clobbering time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. He would love it. He would love it. Yeah, he, of course he would. Yeah. Because that's, like, the Bradley Cooper thing. It's like, cool, I'm in the Marvel Universe, and all I have to do is go into a recording studio for probably, like, yeah. a week. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get someone else to be the physical... Although they could just have him do the physical, which would be cool. I'm sure they I know wouldn't. Andy Serkis did that, right? Uh, f- yeah, for, Andy Serkis did, did it, and he's great at it. But like with like Rocket Raccoon and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they have J- James Gunn's brother did the the mocap, oh. and then Bradley cool. Cooper just did the voice. Well, either way, Seth Rogen, I'm in. Uh, so are, are we assuming that the villain of this movie would be Victor Von Doom? I feel like they have to use someone else, right? Why? Because he's been in the movies twice already. Yeah, but he's amazing, and they need to bring him into the Marvel Universe. Okay, who plays him? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hmm. Um, so someone vaguely Eastern European. I was going to say Willem Dafoe. I think he's too old. Yeah. Plus, didn't he play... He, he played Green Goblin, the... yeah. That's why I was going to say that's not great. Yeah. Ugh, I think he's too Mads old. Mikkelsen would have been good, but he was the bad guy in he needs Doctor to be in Strange. His, he, he needs to be in his like late forties as well because he's supposed to be the same age as Doctor Strange as um, uh, Reed uh, Richards. Reed Richards, yeah. Hmm. We need like a late forties Eastern European actor. Casper Van Christensen. Well, okay, he's not Eastern European, but sure. He he's Danish. That is Denmark in Eastern Europe. No, you're right, but it's close. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna start saying that you're Belgian. That's a lot closer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went there. Okay. I went there. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, basketball <laughs> is a sport. Uh, no, no. Oh. That, <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> Just the, I, people, seriously, out there, whatever, however bad you think what we're doing right now is, you are so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> this is like way better. Oh, um, God, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk to? Let's uh, talk to. You. Boy. Uh, good stuff. Anything, anything you want to talk about? Talk about. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I went to... Mm, I Yeah, I don't think so. I am going to be spending the next week of my life in sunny San Jose. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't... I, uh, do you like San Jose? No, no. Yeah, me neither. It's just there's nothing to like about it. It's like the West Coast equivalent of Worcester, Massachusetts. It's like, wow, this is a big city, and there's nothing to do. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a city. Here's the thing. It's a suburb that just kept getting bigger, and eventually they're like, we're a city, too. And it's like, I mean, technically. Yeah. But, like, you don't have anything. You got a lot. Oh, they got the Sharks. They have, you have one sports team. They got the, what is is it, the Golden One Center, or what is it called? 
No, no, that's where the Kings play. They have the the, the Sharks. It was the HP Pavilion, which I thought was an incredible name because remember that was the name of the um, uh, laptop. Yeah, so it's like they're literally playing in the laptop. They are currently playing at the SAP Center. That's so, what it's called. That's right. You know, really moves you. Uh, but like they. The well, the sharks are a whole other thing because I really do not like going to sharks. Games. What did that stand for on TVs? SAP. It was like Spanish audio, Spanish audio programming. Yeah, programming. It's, the, it's still you, there's still a SAP mode on most TVs. Okay, okay. Um, but like they have the sharks, they have the earthquakes, which is the MLS team. Mm-hmm. They've been rumored to that it's not happening, but it, for a while they looked like they might get the A's. Yeah, but. Other than the sports teams, which is that's cool, you're you have enough people where that makes sense. But like other than the sports teams, there's just like like no, like it just is a bunch of houses that just eventually. I mean, there was no downtown until the last like ten years, and even now, I have never seen a human person down there at any time when people should be down there. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a ghost town because that's not where anyone lives in San Jose. It's usually a ghost town, think, but you're gonna bring you're gonna bring the party, right? That's true. Yes, for a week it is it is full, but then they don't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. So like. There's a bar down there which is very popular during this week and they refuse to stay open as late as they can or to staff with more people during that week. What time do they close? They close at like 12:30. Ugh. And it's like what's the You point? understand that you're a fancy cocktail bar. There are 10,000 people who are stereotypically pretty, you know, uh willing to spend money on cocktails. But also uh, stereotypically terrible tippers. Uh, no, I don't think that's true. It's all tech people, right? Yeah, it's all tech people. Tech people are it's horrible the, tippers. No, it's the Apple tech people, though. Uh, I feel like the Microsoft tech people. Are, like the Dreamforce people, I feel like, are the bad tippers. Am I wrong? I've, I've worked in restaurants everyone for a I long know, time in this area, and I'll tell you that tech Everyone people, I know is a big tipper. Uh, yeah, there are obviously exceptions, but uh, I'd say like 80% are bad tippers. Okay, let's say that's true. For the venue, though, like, they're buying good good quality booze. Yeah, the venue should stay like, open. And it's just like, but I'm sure one if, week like, a year where if you I was probably like, make... If I was working at that bar and they were like, hey, who wants to work an extra hour and an extra shift? I'd be like, no thanks. Sure, but then just hire some people. Like, I, it's just like, for one, in one week, they could make months and months of revenue. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It just seems crazy to me that they're not that they don't do anything. And at the first year, I was like, okay, they didn't know this was coming. The second year, I was like, okay, but now it's like the fourth year, and I'm convinced it will be exactly the same. Like the service at every place in that area mm-hmm. during this one week, which they know is coming, is just so horrifically bad. And it's just they seem like legitimately uninterested in serving people, which is like you're a bunch of uh, you know service restaurants and bars and stuff who are suddenly getting a ton of clientele, all of whom may be bad tippers, I don't know, but they're definitely polite. <laughs> and like, like they're a bunch of nerds. Not really. They're, they can be pretty condescending. Ah, uh, that I could believe that they're politely condescending. Yeah, which is yeah. infuriating. Which is really, really, really annoying. Okay, all right. I like that we're having this discussion because you do represent, you know, the other side of this coin. But at any rate, uh, it is it is from the perspective of someone who is going to this this event for the week. It is in, it is so frustrating because it's just like that seems foolish. I, I know. Like what's up? I, that, it does seem foolish. Like at my yeah. restaurant, we we anticipate uh, all all times that we think there's going to be a surplus of business. We make sure we have a surplus of staff. Yeah, it's just logical. Yeah, it's you know, yeah, it sucks that people suck, but like that you're a business. Yeah, like no, I so, mean, believe me, like Beta Breakers. You think that's like a dream clientele? No, I think that's horrific. No, yeah, yeah. I'd still rather deal with them than tech people, though. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Well, but my point is that that the, the last thing I want to say about San Jose is that. Uh, Every city I can think of that I would want to visit, there's just some reason you go there, right? Sure. There's something you want to go see, some, yeah. some something. I, I can't think of anything for San Jose. Yeah, I'm, I'm hard-pressed. Yeah. I know people love living there. For me, it's this usually is not what I'm talking about. That's what like, I get excited about. Mm. It's like- I will say this. I, I do want to make this point. I'm not saying it's a bad place to live. Mm-hmm. Like, if you love living there... There's, I'm sure, good reasons why. It's Look, just not a fun place to visit. We know that we have a huge contingent of listeners in the San Jose area. We're not having <laughs> and a I don't, I, I don't want them to feel like I'm insulting their city. You're good people. Even though I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not insulting your city as a place to live. I'm insulting it as a place to have a conference that you visit for a week. Especially when 
I live this close to there. <laughs> so it's just almost close enough where I don't need to stay at a hotel all week, but not close enough. I'm sorry, bud. No, it's okay. It'll be a great time. But you can text me about all the oh, goings-ons. for sure will. Um, I finished uh, season five of The Flash. Do you watch that show? No. Is it good? I've heard it's good. It's fun. It's like... Yeah. It's the opposite. Like, the DC TV shows, especially that, that Arrowverse, as they call it, um, they, they sort of take the opposite approach of uh, the films. Like, they're very lighthearted. They lean... Uh, tongue firmly in cheek into sort of the goofy side of the universe right um and it, it's 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 very would you compare it in that way to the batman brave and the bold animated series did you ever watch that one uh i did not watch that one. Oh, dude it's i mean it takes a minute is kevin conroy the voice of batman uh no not interested <laughs> no no so i'm gonna tell you it takes a minute mm-hmm. because it's it is so different than you're used to okay right and i remember when i when i started watching it at first i was like what the f is this right do you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. just like no thank you and for then, censoring yourself you're welcome and then a, a, a little bit into it you just like completely i at least completely fell in love with it and it's, it is uh, a little campy oh my god yeah so okay. it's it's basically ba- it's based on the um, Batman Brave and the Bold comic, which is where he would every episode he would pair up with somebody. Mm-hmm. So th- the whole point is that in every episode of the show, he has some other superhero or superheroes that he's working with. Oh, cool! And so you get just a massive amount of the the DC universe in various episodes. So it'll be like the Blue Beetle or Green Arrow or the Plastic Man or whoever Guy Gardner. You know, they get actually Bawana Beast. They get pretty like. Jonah Hex, you know. I mean, I guess you'd have to at a certain point, right? Yeah, I mean, they get they go pretty deep into the into the canon, but or into the back uh, the, the backbench of the rosters. But like, it's it's very campy, but it it's like you're saying about about um, Flash, the Flash. It knows that that's what it's doing, hmm. and and it walks that line really nicely of like, in my opinion, of like this is campy but also still funny, and it kind of meta mocks its own campiness, you know. And uh, and I just think it's 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 really good. So um, you know, it, all I'll say is if you decide to give it a try, and obviously whether you do or not, up to you. Uh, but if you decide to give it a try, just give it a reasonable amount of try because I think it takes a little bit to get over that it's not Batman the Animated Series. How are you doing on your uh, rewatch of Batman the Animated Series since you got that Blu-ray set? Uh, fits and starts. I'll go. You know, I'll kind of the same way I am with with Steven Universe or something like that. I'll I'll watch. Mm-hmm a handful of episodes and then kind of get distracted for a while. I mean, one of the nice things about having it in your house is that you don't have to feel any kind of pressure to watch it quickly. Sure. So I think I'm, I've watched about half of the first season. Now the first season of that show had the most episodes. How many episodes are in the first season? 60. Ooh, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm about halfway through that. Yeah, if we look at it, the first season had 60, and the next three seasons combined had 25. So, like... That is nuts. That is so yeah. nuts. Well, actually, isn't Steven Universe the same? Uh, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I think they just do that. They order at a series, initial series thing of enough to get it into syndication, and then maybe they order more if they like it. But so, yeah, I'm I'm through... I'm on episode 32 of the... Uh, I'm just looking now of the, of the first... Um, Season, so. I thought they were going to release like a non Funko, <clears throat> non Funko version of that. Well, without the toy, yeah, yeah. But I don't see it on Amazon. Well, I mean, you 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 have the ability to watch all of it by borrowing it from you. By watching it on my yes, by we'll say by borrowing it from me. <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say? Are you not on my Plex? What? Have I never invited you to watch stuff on my Plex? No. Do you know I, I run my own streaming service? I didn't know that. I do. Okay, well, let's set Tons that up stuff on here. after the yeah. <laughs> yeah, movies, TV shows, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> you can rewatch Bob Roberts. Well, I, I have that, but thank okay. you. Uh, cool. So that's something to look forward to. I also found yeah. the cheaper version, but I'll go with the Plex. Can you track what I watch on your thing if I use your service? I don't think so. That's important to me because I don't want you to know my viewing habits. <laughs> 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 okay <laughs> i mean you know i don't want you don't, to know what i watch i don't want but you you're know. only gonna be watching stuff that i own <laughs> like, yeah but like 
I don't want you to know what I'm watching. It's okay. Personal. Well, I don't think I can see what you're watching. I don't want to see what you're watching. How about that? Deal. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, basketball is a sport. Oh, yeah, that's a sport. That is played for money. I've heard about it. Um, uh, it's not played for money. It's played for the love of a game, and they get money. <laughs> Some some prioritize one, uh, others, <laughs> others prioritize the other. Um, I so, I will say, so uh, so people just showed up in my apartment that are doing construction, so there might be a little bit of background noise. I well, apologize. We're here. Everything's pretty quiet right now, so we're gonna we're just, just gonna do we're just gonna do a little basketball talk, and we're gonna end this right. So yeah, we're just gonna trudge through. Um, yeah. yeah, the finals. So when we recorded uh, the pod that we're not gonna release, I said. I 100% guarantee that the Raptors are going to win game one by nine points. Do you remember me? <laughs> it was freaky. Because at the time I was like, that's a really specific prediction. <laughs> and you were like, it's just what I'm feeling. I was like, you know? trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Kawhi like, Leonard is I... only going to score uh, 23 <laughs> points. <laughs> I remember you saying that Marc Gasol... And Pascal Siakam were really going to carry the yeah, team. I said they're going to combine for 52. Not ex- yeah. exactly sure how that's going to be spread out. No, yeah, you didn't go. You weren't that level. But you Pascal is definitely going to shoot 82.4% from the field. I did say that. <laughs> you did. You did. It was the You know what makes me remember it is the 0.4. Yeah. So I was like, that's so random. Well, how, why, why? Well, I did correct myself. So I said 82.3, and then I did the math. I was like, well, that's kind of hard to get unless you take uh, many, many shots. So we'll go 82.4. <laughs> I love it. No, uh, we we did you are both hundred percent right. We did both say we think the Raptors have a chance. We think the Warriors will probably win. But I, uh, think, we, I think what we both said was that we would we expect the Warriors to win, but would in no way be shocked if it was the Raptors. Yes, yeah, that's that's what we said. And uh, I guess how are you feeling after one game? The same. I don't I I don't uh, understand this weird. Uh, thing that people want to do. Everyone just really wants to overreact. I mean, look at the round one games. The, yeah. Game one. Great Raptors point. lose to the Magic. Celtics beat the Bucks by 20 points. Uh, right. Yeah. I think maybe... And as we wants, all know, we yeah. now have a Celtics uh, Warriors <laughs> final. So. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that you're, was 100% right. You're absolutely right. Like, game ones, they, they seem so significant and they seem to mean so much, especially when they're kind of lopsided. And... Yeah. The Raptors won by nine points, which is like a healthy, a healthy amount, but it's not, it's not really a blowout. But the game was pretty lopsided. Like, yeah, the Warriors never really got into any kind of groove. Um, they were kind of playing on their heels the whole game, and and the Raptors looked really comfortable, really confident. Uh, it it felt like what what Simmons said it was. Uh, it felt like a um, hump game, where it's just like the. The one team could never get, you know, the Warriors got close a few, quite a few times. Mm-hmm. They just couldn't get there. They couldn't get over the hump. They couldn't get over the hump. Yeah. I was wondering they were always like meant. three points away, five points away. Then they'd be seven points away. Then they'd mm-hmm. be three points away. And you watch those games, and you're like, if they if they ever get a lead, this is a completely different game, right? Mm-hmm. And they just never, they could never get a lead. Do you think Draymond? Uh, uh, triple double is like a Westbrook triple double. Like, do you think he realized? Because he got he had ten, ten, ten. Right. Do you think he chased it, or do you think it just kind of happened? I didn't feel like he was chasing anything. I didn't really either. But it's yeah. so weird that it was ten, ten, ten. It's true. Yeah, but I mean, you know, weird things happen. I think uh, that's my that's my expert <laughs> that's my expert wisdom. <laughs> weird things happen. I think the solution for the Warriors was is pretty obvious. Uh-huh. They had one player with a positive plus minus, uh, Alfonso McKinney. Start mm. him, play him forty eight minutes, and they should win. Oh yeah, that's the way mm-hmm. that works, right? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> now you're one hundred percent right. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. We were talking about, <clears throat> or I, I laid out basically like three scenarios in the last pot, uh, and I will I will harvest this from the old pot because. Uh, it might be the only interesting thing that we said. <laughs> we said something interesting? Yeah. Oh, it was you, of course. Yeah. Of course it was me. Um, of course it was me. Uh, basically, <laughs> there are three scenarios that I laid out, and I will relay them out um, in, in 
order of of uh, how favorable I find these outcomes. Okay. Best case scenario. Oh yes, we did do this. Yes. Best case scenario, the Raptors win this series. I'm super happy. Same. Second best, the Warriors win without Kevin Durant. Without Kevin Durant, tarnishing his legacy forever. Forevermore. I no, that would make me pretty happy. Not as happy as them outright losing, but pretty happy. I'm not as happy about that one. You know that. I know. I know. Uh, the worst worst case scenario, and it feels like we could be going in that direction. Is it definitely does? Yeah. The Warriors lose a couple games. Kevin Durant comes back, and they roll it up, and they win. Thus, yeah, they just destroy cementing it. his legacy as the greatest uh, basketball and, player. In the history of basketball. <laughs> well, certainly as a, an important part of what the Warriors have done. No, no, no. As the greatest <laughs> basketball player in the history of basketball. Yeah, the greatest. The GOAT. So The GOAT. He would be the undisputed. I mean, who could dispute it? Not me. No, he I have would never. no argument for anyone else. Um, yeah. yeah, so it feels like we're... I mean, it's really hard to know what's going on with Durant. Some people seem to think he'll be back... Uh, for game three, some people think he won't even play the series. Uh, the Warriors are being uh, a little cagey. Yeah. So we KG. don't know. Cagey's a good word. I do think it's a good word. Yeah. Also a great Celtic. Cagey. <laughs> that, that took me a second. <laughs> Basketball puns. Man. Yeah. <laughs> we went from the yeah. worst pod to the best pod. Yeah, we really did. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think we both agree that that would be the most annoying outcome yeah although would that make it even more like painful for warriors fans when he says peace out this summer i don't i don't begrudge the fans like i don't have i mean bandwagon broy warriors fans that scream after every basket in a bar who probably yeah. don't watch any games in the regular season a, sure a friend of yours who will <laughs> remain unnamed <laughs> sure they're annoying and by the way this is a friend of ours Art, whether you like it or not uh uh <laughs> Uh, we love you. Yeah, we love everybody. Everybody. We love everybody. That's our uh, thing. Warriors fans, they're they're good people. You know, this team has been in this area well, forever. Yeah. It's an original team, and it's uh, it's one of the yeah. It's actually one of the few teams in any. You know, it's one of the teams in a sports league which did not move or change. Well, they did move. From, I know. I was kidding. So. They came here from <laughs> Philadelphia, but they've been here for a long time. They've been here for a really long. They're beloved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fans yeah. suffered. I beloved them. Suffered through many, oh, yeah. many terrible years. Um, they really did. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I totally feel happy for them. I always am genial uh, with Warriors fans. It's did just you say the you're team. Mr. Geniality? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's also very funny, Art. You're on fire Thank today. You. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the team that I can't stand. I just right. can't stand them. <laughs> so... If they win, good for the fans. Um, this does beg the question, you know, uh, the, the the subplot of these finals. What is going to happen with these star players? The- I know. I, this is the craziest thing. Like, because I mean, legitimately, is 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 he gonna is is Kawhi going to get go to uh, Toronto for one season, win a championship, win then a championship, and then be like, "Yo, I'm out." Wouldn't that be amazing? It would be insane. Like that that has never has that ever happened before? Like I don't I don't I mean think people so. people have gone, you know, late in their careers. Like this is not a oh I'm ring chasing, I'm gonna go here for you know, this is like a superstar in his prime who would be going for one year against his sort of, you know, will maybe. Not like, you know, against he didn't do it affirmatively. No, he, he got traded there. He got traded there. Yeah. Played one year. Had the best season in franchise history, and then was like, "Yeah, you're welcome. See ya." Yeah, like, I mean, do they the retire his jersey? They do, right? Of course, of course. Like, that's that's insane. Yeah. Um, let's say hypothetically he does leave, and he goes uh-huh. to the Clippers, and he is a monster of a player in his prime. He could yes. easily win another title with another. He would have won titles with three franchises. Which has I anyone ever won multiple think. titles? Like, with three teams as the best player on no, each of those three teams? Two teams for sure. Yeah, LeBron has done that. Shaq Shaq's has done, done that. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kareem did that. Yeah. Uh, but three teams? Not that I know of. I can't I mean, think of it. Superstar players don't move teams a lot. 
Like they do more now than ever before. Yeah, this is this is the age of movement. This is uncharted territory. And then Durant, what is he going to do? I, yeah, I hope he leaves. I hope he retires. No, I don't. Okay, I love Kevin Durant, but like, I I just think it's it's the best for everyone, including the league, Mm -hmm. if he just goes to another team like the Knicks and. You know, just just says thank you. This was great. I'll see you later. I th- I completely agree. Yeah, I just think we're all we're all going to be, including him. I think everyone involved. I think this this was a great uh, run for him and for the team. We you and I strongly did not enjoy it, yeah. but um, and the rest of the basketball world did not enjoy it. Yeah, anyone who doesn't live in the Bay Area did not enjoy it. But uh, or anyone over the age of about eighteen, because I think a lot <laughs> of kids just. Just bandwagon jumped the heck out of that, but like, yeah. So I think a lot of people will be will be. I think basketball will just be more fun, and and no shame on the you know no. He still walks away with the championships. You know what I mean? So I think I think everyone wins. I so, think the Warriors are are pretty ready to move on. You know they've got a new stadium. They're moving to a new city. Yeah, it's time to start a new chapter. Yeah, trade everyone Steph, could just move on. Trade Clay. Oh God, trade <laughs> Steph to Charlotte for Kemba. <laughs> Trade Clay to Portland because he's from Oregon. I would love to have Clay on my team. Oh God! Yeah, he's great. Yeah, Clay is is the rarest of superstars. Like I just I love listening to him talk in interviews. By the way, you do you know we've just definitely gone over this before. You know who my favorite basketball player of all time is, right? Uh, Chauncey Billups. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> Tracy McGrady. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why? And he's on that show, The Jump. Uh huh. And it was him and uh, um, uh, Jeff Van Gundy. Uh huh. And it was so delightful because he just has so much respect for Jeff Van Gundy. I never watched that, but I should watch. The I jump. never watched it either. There was a clip I follow. Um, what's her name on Twitter? Mm-hmm. And she posts like little clips from the show. Mm-hmm. And it was it was them asking Jeff Van Gundy what he was thinking in various moments, including the thirteen points in thirty three seconds. Was he the coach of the Knicks at that point? He was the coach of the Rockets at that point. Oh, sorry. When oh, when Tracy, Tracy did that. Sorry, sorry. Had, yes, when Tracy McGrady won a game in the last like thirty seconds against the Spurs. Yeah, it's an incredible moment. Uh, God, I love Tracy McGrady. But anyway, Tracy McGrady was like, we were afraid of Jeff Van Gundy, like. <laughs> Like you would not people grown men giants have no idea can't even laugh at his jokes because we're because he's such a terrifying coach that's hilarious i know jeff van gundy's a tiny person i love jeff van gundy me too he they showed the clip of him running onto the court to try to stop alonzo morning from fighting whoever you know back in the day Mm -hmm. and it's just like what were you thinking and he's like yeah nothing (laughs) he's like can you imagine if they would have just let it go like let me go like okay go for it (laughs) <laughs> if people Jeff haven't Gundy. seen that clip, uh, you oh. should, yeah, you should watch it. It's Jeff Van Gundy is a is the hero we need. If you just Google like Jeff Van Gundy Alonzo Morning, it'll be the first thing that comes up. It's pretty adorable. It's amazing. I mean, Jeff Van Gundy is not a big man. No, he's not. I yeah. I just love him because he's of all the like the commentators, play by play guys for for the NBA. He's just especially the national ones. He's he's just fearless. He will say exactly what he thinks. He's not afraid yeah. to be super critical of the league, super critical of like players. Like he says what's on his mind. He doesn't sugarcoat it. Look, I love look it. Look at that photo of him. Oh, did you just sent me. I just sent you. <laughs> That's his official photo. <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't choose that. No, no, I know, but that's his Wikipedia photo. It is incredible. Yeah. He looks like uh he looks like a zombie. He looks like Uncle Fenster. Fester. Fester, thank you. Fenster. Thank you. Thank you for being there. Fenster means uh, something in German. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Are they doing another Adams Family, by the way? I think I I probably at some point, right? Man, they really peaked with those 90s movies with uh, Christopher Lloyd and Raul Julia. Yeah. Those movies are actually pretty good. Oh, no, those movies are fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Cool. Fenster means window, by the way. I just wanted to. Window. Uncle Window. Uh, do you know how to say window in Dutch? I, I do, but I'll have, I'd have to think about it. It's like not off the top of my head. I'm going to look it up for you. 
I need to just like watch it like is Dutch Venster. Movies every year. It is? Yeah. But it's Venster instead of Fenster. Venster. Hmm. Gosh. Yeah. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I hope my family isn't listening. Um <laughs> Your family is li- hello family. <laughs> <laughs> you need you need to watch yeah, I think you should watch Dutch movies for a year. You could just keep watching the first twenty minutes of uh of the, the of the uh the vanishing. Sporeless. Yeah. Of just the first twenty minutes though, because then after that it's all in French. Yeah. God, that movie was so good. I loved it. So um, good. So good. So good. Uh, yeah, so you know, there's a bunch of Dutch movies on Netflix, and some of them hey. are, like, problematic. Uh, oh, well, yeah. Like, I started I've been watching... having a lot of conversations with... What's that? I was just saying, I've had a lot of conversations with people lately about why I think that the Netherlands is, like, a much more, like, evolved society than ours. Okay. And just one of the things is that I feel like they have a better acceptance of the problematic things in their past. Yeah. Like their Christmas mascot, Black Peter. <laughs> Santa's slave. Oh, God. Is that real? You don't know about Black oh Peter? Oh, my God. That is. Uh, oh, my God. Start, Start to paint. Uh, yeah. Good Lord. So okay. I do. Sometimes I go on Netflix and I'm like, oh, do they have any Dutch movies I can watch? And there was like this Christmas movie. And I was like, cool. I'll watch this. And like. It was this, like, pretty modern Christmas movie where Santa had, like, hundreds of slaves. And it was, like, they were his elves, but they were black adult men. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Well, um, you know, I still feel like the Netherlands is a little bit more accepting of their past than than we are. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, good Lord. (laughs) No, basketball. Man, uh, you have to read, uh, there's a David Sedaris uh, essay that actually kind of gets it a little wrong, but it's still hilarious, and I highly recommend it. Okay. I forget what it's called. I'll, I'll send you a link. Is it Santa Land Diaries? No, no. The Santa Land Diaries is when he worked as an elf at Macy's. Oh. That, if you oh. haven't read, is amazing. I've never read anything by David Sedaris. What? Oh my gosh, Ark. I feel like you would love him. He's so good. I, Yeah. Read the Santa Land Diaries. It's like just a lot of stuff out there. It's like a masterpiece. Yeah, but it's David Sedaris, man. But I don't know what that doesn't mean anything to me. Well, I'm telling you, he's like one of the funniest writers of the last like 30 years. He's hilarious, and I highly encourage you to check it out. All right. Um, um, So, uh, basketball. Yeah, it's a sport. I'll... Oh man, he was in Kent State in 1977. David Sedaris? Yeah. Uh, he's kind of old. Well, no, but I just mean like. Oh, when that? Yeah. No, I mean the shooting was in 1970, but like that's pretty recent at that point. Yeah. In 77. You're still like, wow, I go to the school where that happened. I wouldn't go to a school where like a famous shooting had happened seven years prior. Yeah, that's why you don't go to almost any school. Hell yeah, dude. Let's not go down that road. It's so depressing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. We're back. We're back. <sighs> This isn't Wednesday night at 11 o'clock. This is Sunday <laughs> afternoon. The sun is shining. At 2 o'clock. We've got a whole day There's ahead of us. There's a game tonight. There's a game tonight. I can't wait. I'm going to order some delivery. I'm going to watch yeah. it. Maybe yeah. play some I don't video games after. I don't get to watch it, so I'm going to have to watch it through you. You're, you have a dinner plan? I have a dinner engagement with some friends who are visiting from Austria. So Where, uh, where are you guys going to have dinner? Uh, probably at my... They, they apparently want to go to my favorite taqueria. Cool. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, you probably don't have great taquerias in Austria. That makes sense. I would imagine no. Yeah. I've been to Vienna. There were many delicious things, but none of them were tacos. Probably a lot of good sausage and pastries, though, huh? Vienna has great food. Cool. Vienna's a great city. Like, Vienna's so, like, lovely. I absolutely walked away from there thinking, I could live here. The politics of Austria are a little challenging, but Vienna is a wonderful city. You know, I love, I've loved food my entire life, but I find the older I get... The older I get, the more and more it just becomes like, like, I feel like I'm five years away from food being my only source of pleasure. <laughs> oh, God. I, I still, I still <laughs> so, enjoy some other things a little, <laughs> but man, do I love food. Oh, I disagree with you. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. I mean, I like movies. Like. You like a lot of things. You have a, you're actually a man with quite a few hobbies. That's true. Yeah. Maybe I'm just being glib. Um, yeah, so I have to say, with this 
series, I honestly have no idea what to expect. Like, if if the Raptors came out and won by 20 today, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Or if the Warriors won, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's the Warriors. You yeah, know? I, I'm kind of thinking that it's going to go the way that the Houston series went, which is to say in reverse, of course, because Golden State does not have home court, but that, like, uh, the Raptors are going to win another sort of either in some fashion, the Raptors will win tonight mm-hmm. and then the Warriors will win games three and four. Mm-hmm. And then Durant comes back for game five. Oh God. That's my prediction. I realize that's the, that's the darkest timeline, but that is my prediction. That is the darkest timeline. That is. And that yeah. is also what's going to happen because, uh, basketball tends to, as much as I love the sport, tends to go the way that makes me the least happy. <laughs> 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 oh that's amazing it's so true man i mean it was oh, yeah, yeah. four years in so a row of the warriors versus the Cavs. Knowledge. it's like cool whoever wins i lose <laughs> yeah no i'm laughing out of out of the knowledge that you're right yeah so yeah. that's probably what's going to happen yep. um and then we'll do a pod and talk about it yes um uh, here for you folks yeah you're the, you're the reason we do this it's not just that we enjoy talking to each other we did like a rough draft of a podcast. That's how dedicated we are. And that's, that's so why, true. Yeah. This that's is how why much we were we able to come all. up with this finely honed, focused masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've said everything I need to say. Yeah. I think uh, yeah. I think we've pretty much covered it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Batman Brave and the Bold. Maybe I'll check that out later. <laughs> well, you, let's talk about it off mic. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Um well, we hope everyone out there is enjoying the finals. Uh, we probably won't record again until after the finals because Almost certainly. we're like super busy and it's like really hard for us to record. Um, it actually is. Yeah, it's been like very difficult. Uh, uh, the, the hundreds of thousands of dollars per episode we make on the show just isn't enough for us to yeah. you know, find the time. That's well said. Thank you. You know, we, we, we love doing it, but we've got we lives. Do. We do love doing it. Arik is a married man. That's true. I like to eat food. He's married to his food, folks. Yeah, so we're busy people. Um, but that said, we do love it, and we will be back. We hope everyone is enjoying the finals. Be nice we'll to talk each other. To you soon. 